Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered. I'm Eden, or should I say, I'm an Eden. And, you're, and I'm a Christine. You are a Christine, and you yes. actually are Christine. And the reason I say that is because over the last dozen episodes, we've been hearing from you guys, and you're saying things like, I'm an Eden, or I'm a Christine. And today's episode will give you... Everything you need to make that determination, and I'll get to that in just a second as we talk travel. You just took a trip, and at the time of this recording, things are going very well for your horny, horny frogs, Everyone your horny toads. Calls them that. Who are they? Who are okay. you? Who are you a fan of? I am a TCU horn frog. I graduated in 1984 from Texas Christian University in Fort Worth, Texas, and we have never, ever, ever played this well. Ever. So I went there when there was not a winning team. We never experienced winning. We'd go to the games, we'd cheer, but we never won. So for them to be ranked number four and nine and oh, and being married to a Gator and sitting next to a Gator, I have every right to brag now. So go TCU, keep winning, and I am going to go to a playoff game if they win. So I'm excited. Okay, do you have like a special song or chant? Like I could say, it's great to be a Florida. Do you have like, it's great to be a horny? No. <laughs> Riff Ram, Bazoo, Give Him Hell, TCU. Woo, woo, woo. And I am TCU fan adjacent because you're in my life. I now have a vested interest in wanting to see them succeed unless they ever play the Gators. Which, right. You know. One year it was, believe it or not, disgust. But of course, then we didn't keep winning and the Gators did. Ah. So, but this may be our year. So anyway, I went to travel to go to my TCU homecoming, which I hadn't done in three years due to COVID. So I meet with sorority sisters and I was a little nervous because I haven't traveled, traveled and that was my first experience. So we, you and I discussed how different we travel. So I sent this, uh, we have a special guest for today. We have travel influencer, Amy West. She goes and does and is all of these things. And she does it with such finesse and she can pack, she can, she, her claim to fame is she, no matter where you send her, she can go in one bag. I know. And this is what I sent to her just to, to let her know what she was about to be dealing with because we both know her. And I said, you know, Christine never brings a carry on. That's interesting. Ever. I never try to never check a bag. That's me. I hardly ever check a bag unless it's maybe a week or longer. Uh, let's see, you pack at least a couple of days, maybe a week or more early. 
I wait until the very, very last minute. Oh, no. I I lay everything out. I have a bench in my closet. I lay out each day, probably four to five days before my trip is even coming. And then, of course, I'll change things. I'll add things. But my husband even makes fun of me. He's like, we're not leaving for like five or six days. That is just how I've always done it. I think that's part of being an organizer. You know, you want to make sure you don't forget something, that everything is there. I make lists if I do feel like I need to go pick something up. So it's the organizer in me. And my philosophy is if I needed it to get ready to go on the trip that morning, then it goes in the suitcase. You know, you've got a special set of travel Things that you use, yes. your toiletries. So the question to you is, are you an Eden or are you a Christine or are you, and please welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, an Amy West. If your ears were burning, Christine and I were talking about you behind your back, not not in front of your face, about, well, we were, we were mentioning our differences and how you could go just about anywhere for any length of time and pack just one suitcase if that were necessary for you to do. Do you still stand by that? Yes, absolutely. I've gone places for two to three weeks only on a carry on. And, um, you know, I'm not a low maintenance looking gal. Uh, so most people, when they learn that about me, they're like, what? How can you do a carry on only? And it really just comes down to being able to edit your life, you know, which, Chris, you probably know a thing or two about that. Well, I have to tell you, though, that's one of the things I was telling Eden. I have never packed a carry-on, ever, ever, never. And I don't think I ever could. (laughs) Not because Ah. I just – I. I never know where I'm really going, what we're doing. I always stick with neutrals, but I I Mm -hmm. still – I still don't think I have the art to pack in a carry-on. My husband does. You're basing that on the size, the carry-on size, but also you don't like to carry on. I don't like anything about it. I'm going to be honest. I really don't. I don't. But I also, if I'm, if I have a stop, I don't like worried, worrying that my luggage is going to get lost. So I prefer if it's nonstop because I don't have the worry, but you can't fly everywhere out of here nonstop. So Amy, talk to us about what's in that carry on. Give us a great example. Did you do that for your Croatia trip? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we did carry on only for Croatia. I did break a few of my rules. Um, and if, if you saw any of my content from Croatia, you know that I had outfit after outfit after outfit for that trip. We packed for content. So sometimes when we're just traveling on our own, we're packing for um, our own personal use. I can get away with wearing stuff more than one time. But when we're packing for content, it's like, oh, here's a new picture with a new outfit at a new place. So the only rule that I broke in this one was that my husband actually took a couple pair of my shoes. Um, but yeah. And so he took on his back, but we were both carry on. And actually it's interesting that you say you don't like, you know, the, the process of carrying on because we actually use our little rolly bags as a place to put our little personal bag. So if you have a tote or a backpack, I like being able to place that on the carry on so that I have less that I'm actually packing on my back or on my person. Um, but I always have three bags. One is the carry on bag. One is my personal bag, like a tote or a backpack. And the third is a little crossbody bag and the crossbody bag can fit in your personal bag. So you can downsize it to just two bags. Um, occasionally they will force check it anyways. I was going to say that. Yep. Yeah. 
Then I get to personally carry that around. I mean, in these day and age, you can have uh, what are the little like Apple trackers? Like you can get the little trackers and put it on your bag so you know if it's got on your plane or not. There's pretty good about like letting you know oh, your bag made it on. Oh, this, this stop trip. everything! But it took me. Yeah. Stop everything! I never thought to do that. Yeah. Wait, you're saying those little Apple tags? You can put it on your yeah. bag and then you know oh, it's going goodness. where you're going. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, wow. Amy West. Yeah, you can GPS track your bag. Yeah, who wow. knew? All the things you can track. We're thinking our AirPods, our, you know, our dogs. You track your bag and then you know if it's made it on, on the plane with you or not. Of course, if it doesn't, then you're stressed. There's a whole lot you can do about right. it. Right. But at least you know where it's at. And this happened to me. So I'll tell you the story of how I finally learned how to do carry on only. So when we were in our early 20s, we went on a big trip to Europe. And it was going to be a multi-step trip. So we went into Copenhagen and and then we were going into Hamburg, Germany and Dresden, Ger- Germany and Prague. And we got into Copenhagen. We were with two other friends and I had this like very blonde moment, even though I wasn't blonde then. And I, I looked around, I'm like, hey, we all got our bags. And everybody looks at me and they were like, except for you, you oh. didn't get your bag. And I was like, oh, no. And so the rest of our trip in Europe, my bag followed us around because it got into Copenhagen, but we were already in Hamburg and it got in Hamburg and we were already in Dresden. And so all I had was my makeup and my personal bag, which was great because like if you feel like you have your face on, you kind of feel like you can accomplish anything. And then I had, um, I wore a pair of my husband's pants and then I ended up like buying a couple shirts and like some underwear while I was there. But I learned that I, being high maintenance, <laughs> could survive this long 10 day trip in Europe. And it was actually incredibly freeing for me to not have to worry about lugging around all of the stuff. Also not having to worry every day. Like, what am I going to wear? The answer was already there. And, um, and there's a lot of five story walk-ups in Europe and my friends were all dragging their backs up and all I had was my little crossbody. I'm like, Oh, I'm fine. So that kind of, we did moral of the story. We didn't end up getting the bag back, but not till like a week or two after we got back to the U S and it, it taught me that I was very capable of packing light if I wanted to, but also that carrying on ensures that you will always have your bag when you arrive, which was very important for me going forward that I would always have my bag. So, so take us through that. That is a great story and a great reason to have made the switch to carry on only, but talk, talk to us. Okay. You're, we, we get it. You, you cheated. You put a few things in your husband's bag, but what is in your bag? Okay. You're going for a week to 10 days. What's going in that bag? Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram. And use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds, that's Hearts, the number four, and Minds.org to learn more. All right, so I pack a lot of versatile essentials and things that you can dress up or dress down. We love to be spontaneous, so we do not always over schedule what we're doing. So I always have maybe a couple workout leggings in there because we're really active. We're going on walks. We're going on runs. We might do yoga in the room or find a gym. Um, you can also use those leggings to dress up or down if you have like a long button up shirt and you want to use it, you know, as a tunic over top of those. So sometimes I end up wearing the leggings. Sometimes I don't, but they're pretty light. 
I will generally have something like a little black dress or a black jumpsuit or black jeans, things that can easily, you can pop a heel on uh, or some red lipstick and throw your hair back and something simple. And all of a sudden you've really elevated your look and, and become very, you know, very chic without having to go over the top and overdressing for the occasion. So anything when I'm packing, I'm always thinking, you know, what all could I use this one thing for? You know, if I'm taking like a chambray button up top, that can also be my third piece. So I'm always looking for ways to mix and match and wear that one thing multiple different ways. Um, also, I only ever do three pair of shoes. I usually do uh, some kind of slip on shoe, like a, a flip flop. I usually do, and that can, you know, potentially be dressed up or down. I usually do a tennis shoe, um, and then I will do, like, maybe one dressier shoe. Now, one thing that I've discovered, and you may have seen me cover this on my social media, is the passion footwear. And these are amazing because you can take the heels off. And I've seen last. this. You can put them back on. And they actually work, and they're actually really comfortable. So I have switched all my travel shoes to the passion, and they actually do boots, too. And so depending on, you know, if it's summer or winter, I'll do a sandal or I'll do a boot and I switch those out accordingly. I'm always wearing neutrals, like you said, Christine. And so that helps a lot with, you know, being able to feel appropriate for wherever you're at, as well as having a versatile, very chic wardrobe. Well, I have to ask the professional traveler about those cubes. I have tried to use those cubes. I can't tell you how many different times I've tried. And it just doesn't work. So I end up, then I try the roll method. That works Mm -hmm. better. That definitely works better. But then I always end up going back to where I just, you know, have outfit sets and I pack them together and what what is the real way you should pack a suitcase so I think it really comes down to fundamentally real estate right you can pack whatever you want as long as it fits in the real estate that you have and that's why my boundaries are I only have the three bags only the three shoes so if you can pack it and it fits great good for you so I do use packing cubes I like the expandable ones because then you can compress them down and make them smaller. If you come back with a little bit more, you can expand it if you want. I like the cubes because I can keep like, oh, these are all my outfits um, together or like on my shirts or my pants or these are my workouts and my swimsuits. It just helps me organize. And I'll actually take those cubes out and stick them straight in the drawer wherever I go instead of unpacking them. So then it's already organized and ready to go and I can easily pull it out with the exception of maybe like dresses or things that I need to hang up in a wardrobe when I get there, but I like that it's easy. And then when it's time to pack it all up, I zip it up, put it straight back in the bag and it's a a lot faster for me. So I think most professional travelers do the rolling method and do use packing cubes. And especially if you're traveling with a family and you do happen to be bringing a bigger bag, not a carry on. A lot of families will use a cube per family member. Well, that's funny. You you did bring that up, you know, the family. So you, your kids obviously, Christine and I, our kids are grown. Packing is on them. In fact, you know, with the holidays, it's fun to think about luggage as actually a great gift for young adults. It's a great gift. Um, One of my favorite gifts I ever gave at at, at Christmas a few years ago was a pink dolly that I gave to my daughter. She was like, what is this? And I said, you know what? Everybody's going to want to be friends with the girl with the pink dolly when it's time to pack in and out of your dorms you know everybody's gonna want to know you right but 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 i'm just saying like luggage makes for really great gifts for young adults put that somewhere in your brain but your your kids aren't broaching what they're high high school middle school right am i right 
Yes. So London's in second grade and, okay. and she's seven. And then Sienna will be 13 in February and she's in seventh grade. And they do pack for themselves. Um, sometimes we might get there and then there might be a lack of shorts or pants or shoes. I try to check on their stuff before we leave, but they like to pack for themselves. So I generally will be, I'll just remind them now, like, hey, don't forget a swimsuit. Don't forget underwear. And, and they do, but they, they have their own carry-on bags. And so when we go, we're like this cute little family of four with all of us with our carry-on bags and our backpack or tote. And they, they're they still learning. They definitely buck the system a little bit because they want to change clothes three times a day. And you know what we have done before when I've packed for them and they felt like I didn't pack enough for them. Fortunately, we were staying at like an Airbnb where you could just wash the clothes. So one thing that I try to teach when I'm trying to teach my packing methods is not just, okay, here's how to pack, but like, what are the solutions if you hit a pitfall? Because that will help take care of your anxiety. And that's really what causes us to overpack, right? It's like, I'm not going to be ready. I'm not going to have enough. I'm not going to be appropriate or maybe just packing last minute. And so if I can help you with some of those solutions of like, you're not going to, you're not going to overpack because when you get there, I mean, are you going to a developing world or, or, or like a developed world? Because we know to develop world, you can just buy it. Uh, maybe you don't want to spend your travel money on that, but like you, you can buy it. Um, but also like, these are some possible solutions. Can you wash your clothes? Can you do this? Can you do that? So that's one thing that I try to teach as well. What about uh, special toiletry items that you set aside so that you're carrying just the little tiny things? I know Christine has a travel bag yep. ready to go. I could say, hey, yep. uh, we're leaving for Croatia in one hour. And she, even though she wouldn't do this ever, ever. because she's ready a week before, but she could grab uh, a travel bag that has everything, chargers and Everything. I have everything, everything set so yeah. that all I have to do is put it in a bag and go. And I never yes. touch the hanging toiletry bag because when you take something out of it, you always forget to put it back in there. So I yep. keep everything ready to go in a hanging toiletry bag in my closet. But that's perfect. I, I was going to say though, that's easy to pack up it. For me, it's more like learning these little tips that she's giving about the shoes, about the how to use the cubes properly. And I have one really important question, a debate between me and my husband. And that is, okay. how early should you get to the airport? And Amy, we've been friends for a long time, so I'm winking. <laughs> um, okay, so do you have TSA pre-check? I, we because... both have TSA pre-check. Okay. So if you have TSA pre-check and you're checked in and you don't have to stop and check your bag, I think an hour before, if it's not an international flight, an hour before is usually fine. Um, however, if you have to check a bag, if you don't have TSA pre-check, if it's the holidays, you certainly want to pad some extra time on there. So an hour and a half to two hours if yes. you have those additional yes. curveballs. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Hun, I hope you're listening to you're my welcome. podcast. <laughs> It's sad, but you're welcome. Sometimes, sometimes married people have to have a podcast to make their yes, points. Yes, yes. So, listen, I feel your pain because my husband is always right, and so you have to take your wins where you can get yes, them. Exactly. But I loved what you were saying about having that bag ready. That's how I do as well. I have a toiletry bag that's always ready. Happens to be my on-air bag too, so I just take it with me to do my makeup. So I have everything TV ready, like my makeup is all there. Um, that's I always really have smart. that travel bag ready. Yeah. And then it's, it's ready to go. And I know I'll have exactly when I travel, what I use anytime I'm 
creating content or on TV. And it's not a lot, actually. It's a lot less than what you think it would be. Um, but in the similar fashion that you prepare your your travel toiletry bag and you never touch it, what do you think about creating like a travel uniform? Like, this is what I wear when I travel. I have you know, a third piece. I have a black jumpsuit. I have these three shoes that I always bring. I have, you know, these things. And that way it's very simple, like grab and go. And that's one of the reasons I've started my little online boutique, Passport Philosophy, because I want it to be a place where people can go to start building those travel essentials. There are things you can wear anytime, but they're definitely things that are like, this is my travel uniform to the point that like, if you wanted to just put it in a bag and always keep it in that bag, when you go to pack, you're like, oh, my travel uniform is already in there. And then here's a couple extra things. There's my toiletry bag and we're ready to go. And it makes it very quick and seamless and like no anxiety. That's so cool. We'll put that in our show notes because I know that went by really fast. It's called what? Passport philosophy? Passport philosophy. Love it. Yeah. So and that's my little online boutique you can see on my website. So so the thing about Amy is, so she she travels and she's, we, you know, we've said before because we know that you guys are listening all over the world. And we love that. We happen to be based in Jacksonville, Florida. Amy now lives in Tampa, but was in Jacksonville for quite some time. And she is an author too. So tell us a little bit about the challenge of being an author, a published author and what you're working on right now, which while the book itself is centered around Jacksonville, the experience you're having is certainly something everyone can at least, I don't know if we can all relate to being an author, but we can certainly learn from it. (laughs) Yeah, just uh, just the process of being an author, like what it was like. Is that the question? I'm, I want to make sure I got the question right. Yeah. So, your what's your latest book? The first one was a hundred things to do in Jacksonville before yeah. you die. This next one, I know it's a scavenger hunt. Oh, you have yes. it there. So Congratulations. This, I do. Thank you. Yeah. So the book launch is actually happening this week in Jacksonville. I'll be up. Um, so this is a scavenger hunt. And my first book was 100 Things to Do in Jacksonville Before You Die. So that was great. I was able to compile all my favorite things about Jacksonville. This was a different book for me because it was actually about going out and discovering more of Jacksonville in all its neighborhoods. So I really, if I would say there was something like a really big picture that anybody can relate to, it's about getting out into your backyard, but like beyond your comfort zone. And so this covers like 24 neighborhoods. I think I went through over 300 locations. I did 360 total, but they didn't all make it in the book. But I have lived in Jacksonville prior to moving this summer for 32 years. And there were places that I visited in this book and I had to go and take pictures of all of them that I I had maybe heard about for years, but had never dreamed of. And so it, it's great proof that if you love to travel, you love to adventure, you love to explore, don't outrule your hometown. Don't outrule the kind of adventures and fun things that you can get into, especially living in Jacksonville. It was like that's, people come there to vacation and you tend to take for granted what's in your own backyard. So this was a really fun opportunity to dig in deep. I had some good quality time driving around the whole city with my daughter and my husband and um, they helped me with pictures when we were driving around. And so it was good quality time there. Um, and it's, it's pretty exciting. Just now I can definitely say I'm a Jacksperk. Not just a travel expert, I'm like a oh, Jacksonville expert because there's so many places in the city now that I have physically gone to and put boots on the ground. Uh, so it was really fun. And they have these kinds of books for a lot of different cities. So maybe your job yeah. is if you're listening in Philadelphia or you're listening in uh, somewhere it, near Boston, you can look online Type in scavenger hunt. Type in these kinds of books yep. exist out there for you. What wherever a great you live. gift! It's a great. It's a great really gift. good gift. 
terrific gift. Yeah. And yeah. this is through Reedy Press, and they do all the different cities. So actually, Tampa Bay, where I just moved to, they had already had somebody do that. Um, and what's fun is a lot of them are doing what I do. They're doing like a little prize package. So I have like a challenge associated with it. And as a gift, how fun would it be if you got this for like your kids or your significant other and said, okay, in 2023, that's what we're coming up on. Let's go out, spend the whole year solving all the riddles in this book. And the first person that solves mine is going to get this trophy. But, or you could do it as a team with your coworkers, but any person that solves it will have like a little achievement medal. And so it's a fun way to like spend quality time with someone, get to know your city and just challenge yourself to kind of get out of your comfort zone and have a little bit of fun. Such a great idea. So Amy, no doubt has given you a lot to think about. And the good news is we are going to put all the information to find Amy in our show notes, but just right off the bat, what's the quickest way? Where can everybody like really just find you right now? Yeah. All my things are at amywesttravel.com and on social media, you can also find me at Amy West Travel, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the places. She is all the places. Right. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've learned a lot just from listening to you talk about it. It makes me want to be a better traveler. Like I I, I'm impressed. I'm so impressed. So so there's <laughs> well, more there's you. more. So we'd love to have you back sometime in the near future, Amy. Amy West, amywesttravel.com. I'll be a regular. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. So for everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in today to the podcast. Please leave us a review. We would love if you could do that. It really does help. And you can find us too on all of the socials, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Am I leaving anything out? Uncluttered and unfiltered. Uncluttered and unfiltered. You can find us everywhere. And get on our mailing list too. And Amy West, thank you. And it, here's our here's how we say goodbye, Amy. Until next time, we would love for you to let it go. And don't look back. Love it. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.